May 16th. And now as we turn our attention to the New Testament, we'll be reading today from the book of John, chapter 8. We'll read about condemnation in John, chapter 8. The woman was guilty, as we'll see, but where was the man? Talking here about the woman caught in the act of adultery. Both of them deserved to die. It was a trap, and Jesus knew it. But he ended up trapping the trappers. Did he write on the ground to remind them that he had written the law, or perhaps expose their sin? Well, here's our wonderful assurance. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And we'll read about illumination. The religious leaders did not know where they were going or where he was going because they were in the dark spiritually. Completely blind, they had the light of the law and of conscience, but they did not have the light of life. Consequently, they did not know the Father or understand what Jesus taught them. And then we'll read about liberation. The people were in bondage to Rome and to the law of Moses. Yet they said they were free. In verse 35, Jesus may have been referring to Isaac and Ishmael, since the Jews had mentioned Abraham. The Son makes you free, so trust Him and follow Him. His truth makes you free, so study it, believe it, and obey it. Satan imposes slavery that seems like freedom. Jesus gives you a yoke that sets you free. Now there is no record that Jesus ever called the publicans and sinners children of the devil. He reserved that title for the hypocritical Pharisees. By nature we are all children of wrath, as described in Scripture, and by choice we become children of disobedience. When you receive Jesus Christ, however, you become a child of God. But if you reject Christ and have a false righteousness, you're in danger of becoming a child of the devil, for Satan is an imitator. If Satan becomes your father, hell will be your home. If Jesus is your Lord, heaven will be your eternal destiny. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. May 16th, John chapter 8, verses 31 through 59. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, You are truly my disciples if you keep obeying my teachings, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone on earth. What do you mean, set free? Jesus replied, I assure you that everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Yes, I realize that you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because my message does not find a place in your hearts. I am telling you what I saw when I was with my father, but you are following the advice of your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared. No, Jesus replied, for if you were children of Abraham, you would follow his good example. I told you the truth I heard from God, but you are trying to kill me. Abraham wouldn't do a thing like that. No, you are obeying your real father when you act that way. They replied, we were not born out of wedlock. Our true Father is God Himself. Jesus told them, If God were your Father, you would love Me, because I have come to you from God. 
I am not here on my own, but He sent me. Why can't you understand what I am saying? It is because you are unable to do so. For you are the children of your father the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning and has always hated the truth. There is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell you the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I am telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone whose father is God listens gladly to the words of God. Since you don't, it proves you aren't God's children. The people retorted, You Samaritan devil! Didn't we say all along that you were possessed by a demon? No, Jesus said, I have no demon in me, for I honor my father, and you dishonor me. And though I have no wish to glorify myself, God wants to glorify me. Let him be the judge. I assure you, anyone who obeys my teaching will never die. The people said, Now we know you're possessed by a demon. Even Abraham and the prophets died. But you say that those who obey your teaching will never die. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died? Are you greater than the prophets who died? Who do you think you are? Jesus answered, If I am merely boasting about myself, it doesn't count. But it is my father who says these glorious things about me. You say, He is our God, but you do not even know Him. I know Him. If I said otherwise, I would be as great a liar as you. But it is true, I know Him and obey Him. Your ancestor Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. The people said, You aren't even fifty years old. How can you say you have seen Abraham? Jesus answered, The truth is, I existed before Abraham was even born. At that point they picked up stones to kill him. But Jesus hid himself from them and left the temple. supposed to grow. We really do want to grow, but we're confused as to how to grow, and we wish somebody would explain it in terms that would make sense. What is spiritual growth? Spiritual growth may be defined as that transformational process of increasingly expressing the reality of our relationship with the indwelling life of Christ. Spiritual growth is that transforming, transformational process. It doesn't happen at a moment just like a baby. Its growth doesn't happen at a moment, but it is this changing, transformational process whereby I am increasingly, more and more, expressing my relationship with, with the Christ who lives within me, with this indwelling life of Christ. 
And because of this expressing of this indwelling life of Christ, I find myself expanding my capacity to bring God greater glory and experience His greater good. Spiritual growth is more of Him being expressed through less of me. More of him being expressed through less of me. John the Baptist says, I must decrease, get smaller. He must increase. You're growing spiritually when more of him is being expressed through less of you. Today we'll be reading from Psalm 112, verses 1 through 10. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, says verse 1, and verses 7 and 8 declare he will not be afraid. See, when you fear the Lord, you need not fear anything else. The fear of God is the fear that conquers fear. Now this applies to fears about your family and your finances and even fear of the dark. If you dread making decisions, the Lord will help you. You can count on that. When you fear the Lord, you need not fear bad news. And we'll also see that because you know He's in control of all things, you can rest in Him. Psalm 112 also teaches us that you need not be afraid to give because God will use your gifts and reward you. And do not be alarmed at your enemies. God will take care of them as well. Isaiah proclaimed, The Lord of hosts, let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. Psalm 112, verses 1 through 10. Praise the Lord. Happy are those who fear the Lord. Yes, happy are those who delight in doing what he commands. Their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. They themselves will be wealthy, and their good deeds will never be forgotten. When darkness overtakes the godly, light will come bursting in. They are generous, compassionate, and righteous. All goes well for those who are generous, who lend freely and conduct their business fairly. Such people will not be overcome by evil circumstances. Those who are righteous will be long remembered. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless, and can face their foes triumphantly. They give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will never be forgotten. They will have influence and honor. The wicked will be infuriated when they see this. They will grind their teeth in anger. They will slink away 
their hopes thwarted. Proverbs chapter 15, verses 12 through 14. Mockers don't love those who rebuke them, so they stay away from the wise. A glad heart makes a happy face. A broken heart crushes the spirit. A wise person is hungry for truth, while the fool feeds on trash.